Hellenic Radio. 1422 Medium Wave. Information. Innovation. Communication. Now we move on to another great honor to speak to artists who share what lies deep inside their souls and the way in which they express their craft and the way in which the craft enables them to give us messages and to give us experiences. So Mpumalanga artist John Anthony Burma, who ha- is no stranger to traveling overseas, seeing as we've spoken about um, Nebraska, I mean New York, the Netherlands, and we're going to find out more from John Anthony in a moment. But right now there is an exhibition of his work, Love is a Dangerous Drug, is the title that is embracing this exhibition and the showing Um, the dates are the 1st of May to the 22nd of May and on the 8th of May the official opening will be of course presented in the with just Justice Edwin Cameron present who is going to be giving the opening address to John Anthony Burma's work and his exhibition so I want to say Kalimera, which is good morning, Gekalosorisis, which is welcome, to John Anthony Burma. Thank you for joining us, John. How are you doing this morning, sir? Thank you, Renas, and hello to your listeners as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, John Anthony, I wanted to ask you if you could maybe begin by giving us a little bit of a history or a journey I have a lot of young individuals listening and and of course older ones but people who aspire to be photographers, actors, writers sculptors, painters, you name it and they listen in and often they're they're looking for that guiding light of the sharing of a fellow human being who's out there and doing doing the creating the craft, realizing it if you can tell us a little bit about it one of my favorite questions is John Anthony, did this absolute passion and deep sense of, 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 of talent and craft and voice that must come out start at school? Was it discovered there? So those are the kinds of pointers there. So may I hand over to you and tell us a bit more, John Anthony, please. Thank you. Thanks, Rena. Um, yes, I definitely think it started at school, uh, started at a young age. Right. And, um, also in a nurturing environment, you know, and I think what's so exciting nice. about this exhibition is that I'm coming back ah. to Nelsbridge. Wow, and wow, that's wow. the place of birth. Yeah, I went to school here. I graduated my matric results here and then went to university. So it's very exciting coming back and seeing yes. how, how everything kind of panned out. It's like a full know. circle, gosh. Mm, a full circle. And I think for all those people out there, you know, the young, the young aspiring artists, um, I think perseverance and honesty with yourself, ah, you know, right. is one of the most important things. And I realize that now once the full circle has completed, right. that um, had I not persevered, had honest with myself and my, my artwork, I would not have been wow. able to return to the place mm. that I belong. Gosh, wow, that's profound, that's really, and that takes courage, I think, John Anthony, right? I 
think a lot of courage, yeah. I think a lot of courage. I'm a little nervous to exhibit in my hometown. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. Because mm. it's, it's very often easier to exhibit outside, outside of where sure. people understand you so well. Right, right. And now I'm bringing home a collection of very potent um, and personal um, uh, pieces yes. that... Um, that are going to open me up, you know, and, I see. Um, yeah. and I think also the environment that I'm in. Wow, wow. Okay, so John Anthony, in terms of the title, Love is a Dangerous Drug, could you tell us a bit more about that? Because, like I said just before we went on air, what a, what a title. It just grabs you immediately. And I, I also mentioned to you in Greek there are many words for love all pointing to a different form of it. So eros and philia and philanthropy and agape. So it's, it's, it's a range of drugs as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, and of course drugs suggests uh, a, a need and an addiction in a sense. And, um, if you can tell us a bit more in terms of the medium in which you work, uh, maybe how how a piece, how, how a particular piece comes to fruition, something like that. The, the artist's process, maybe, please. Okay. Yes. Um, well, that is a dangerous drug. Is a is an exhibition consisting of two hundred hand painted plates. Wow. And um. These are coupled with a sound installation. Ah, okay. And all of this is addressing my autobiographical memory. Right, right. So each plate invokes a memory that is deeply interlinked wow. to my past events. Wow. And, um, and I think what's important about the exhibition is that although it may be my specific um, relation to a song or a lyric, yes. I think many other people will feel the same way about yes. it when they see the lyric. One of my favorites is, some things are better as unsaid. Yes. And um, that's Gosh. one of the lyrics on the plates. And I think that it's the kind of exhibition where you will go in and find your own love. Um, right. And see how you relate to each plate and each drawing and each lyric that is on the plate. Right. So um, these are done in, um, these include a text which is written in childlike handwriting. Wow. And Lovely. the lines of the songs are transcribed onto hand-painted red and blue lines. Mm. Similar to those notebook pads we had with yes. children. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. So it brings back an enormous amount of nostalgia at different heights. Mm-hmm. And um, and as I said before, these plates mimic patterns and snippets of autobiographical right. memory, right. and remembering the process of one's personal identity. So this is just something that I've done. But I think when the viewer walks into the gallery yes. with a soundscape and all these two hundred plates, one wow. is transported back into an investigation and a remembered event. Mm-hmm. Um, that is important to you. Gosh, you know, you are speaking so profoundly, and it's and it it strikes me. I did a, a solo performance play a few years ago called Broken Plates, and I examined yeah. the 
the idea of the the culture or subculture or ritual of breaking plates and in which cultures exists and how plates hold memories for us themselves actual plates and then of course the begging question is the plates themselves when I did that show broken plates I found a place in Edenvale and this lady very smartly she makes these plates and she su- she supplies them to restaurants who have Greek or well, I don't know now in COVID but it, that's her business and uh, you know these plates that are unglazed I think or unbaked whatever you call it uh, yeah. Yeah. tell us about your plates where do you get them are they all the same or well each plate has been handmade oh right um so there was no mold used or um, each paint was 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 made with my hands. Great. Um, wow. Baked and then baked again. They've each got a, a golden luster on the nice. edge. And the reason for that is that, as you said, the importance of the plate, what I want to bring home or bring to the table mm. is that... Um, you know, on a Sunday afternoon when one has that seven-colour meal yes. or seven dish or whatever <laughs> year, yes. you're bringing out your best time. Yes. And oh. that's kind of like what I want to take oh, as well. So it's a very precious object you know, mm. that, um, that you can relate to. Absolutely. When I did my research for Broken Plates, I'm sure you know this, there's a tradition, a Chinese tradition, where something that's broken, like a plate, um, or a vase, but mostly plates, they then put them back together again with using gold, gold uh, to put the pieces together, and then that plate... It's worth fortunes. (laughs) So Uh, something broken comes... Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So you know about that practice? I'm with you, yes. And it forms almost a map of the plate as well. Ah, right. Once they've they've, 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 uh, solved the cracks. Ah, right, right. Okay, then something else which intrigues me is... So when one walks into the gallery... So the soundscape, does one have an individual soundscape per plate? And is it via earphones? I'm trying to get in my head how, how it works because it sounds so exciting, gosh, on all levels of sensory experience. Yeah. So the music, um, the music happens when you walk into the gallery. Right. Uh, um, I've 200 songs that I've taken wow. from and painted wow. on the plates. And I've kind of, together with the help of an artist by the name of Linda Kuhn, we put together a soundscape which reflects all the ah, songs that okay. are being played. But you know, Rinas, in some instances, it's almost like a scratchy radio. Yes, good. That I grew up with. Uh, yes. From Alanda, we didn't always have the best reception. Yes. So you'd continually have that scratchy feeling at the back. Wow. And um, that's the feeling of the soundscape. You know, sometimes it's Fantastic. louder, sometimes it's softer. Fantastic. And they're just feelings of the music coming out. Mm. So it creates quite an eerie haunting Yes. Sure. But, but um, that's good. <laughs> but as I say, it's employed in this particular instance to decide the water that. Yes. Yes. So the idea is that you walk in as a viewer and you relate to a song. Right. And 
um, you would be looking at a plate that specifically um, relates to the song that you're listening to. Wow. Okay. Okay, so John Anthony, as part of the closure now without time, I wanted to ask you to once again just confirm dates and times. Um, and that's the one. And the second is your presence on social media or how do people connect with you and see your work perhaps online? Um, if you can give us those details, there will be a podcast um, around about Tuesday or Wednesday uh, produced by our station manager, Tula, which I'll get through to you guys. But, um, yeah, so over to you, John Anthony, to give us those final details, please. Okay, that opens at the White River Gallery. That's at the Castlebridge Lifestyle Center in White River, the corner of Hazelview and Numbi Road. Right. Um, it's quite easy to find. Um, the opening will be on the 8th of May, and that will be opened by Edward Cameron. And the exhibition will be open from the 1st of May until the uh, 1st of May until the 24th of May. Right. And then um, there's also really a special catalogue that the White River Gallery has been put together. Wow. And um, you can reach that at the White River Gallery's website. Oh, wow. A Facebook page and a website. So mm. if one wanted to purchase I know that Donna would be happy to okay. to you. So the, the exhibition's catalogue is online. Online, right. Excellent. Yeah. Wow, it's been an absolute joy and an insight speaking to you this morning. As they say, which means Greek. In Greek, thank you. So, John Anthony Bulma, I think we can also say, with art, break a leg, <laughs> I think. I don't know, break a brush or something. But, yes, onwards and upwards, John Anthony. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rinas, and thank you for your, for your time. Thank you. All the best. Cheers, and Enjoy your weekend. You Bye -bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.